Hey, everybody, it's Evan. Uh, quick note to address the fact that there is a little bit of audio clipping on both of our tracks in this episode. It's not that big of a deal, but if you have sensitive ears, you're going to notice that. We'll get it fixed next week. Sorry about that. If you don't notice these sorts of things, continue to enjoy the show normally because, uh, you know, as long as this hasn't been a glass breaking moment for you, you get to keep living your life not caring about this stuff. Enjoy. You know what I miss? Tell playing, me what you miss. Playing multiplayer games with people I know. Mm. I, like in person or on the internet? Well, just over the internet. Okay. It's fine. I haven't done that since Harry's birthday thing. But aside from that one day, like I haven't done that for like over a year or more. Wow. Really? That yeah. long? It's like surely yeah. we surely you and I played some things in the fall. I don't but think I, but so. I, I think I think I, I get, even if we didn't did like I, I know what you mean. Like either way, it's been a very long time. Yeah, that has been an element that's been absent from my life. It's almost like it's not like the same thing as the death of of couch co-op or anything, but just that's that's the latest sacrifice to the the perils of adulthood, at least for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got the time, but it feels like everybody's kind of just playing single player stuff right now. Yeah, well, I, it, it's like the it's that whole year of the backlog thing, right? Like, yeah, there's less stuff happening. And so I feel like everyone's jumping on the opportunity to just work through all the stuff we've been sitting on for the last few years. Like, all right, now's the time. And like, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm actually quite happy to be making time for a few backlog games where I can carve it out. But I, I know what you mean, like that. That element is just not there. And it's like the social part of it that was really important is just absent. Right. I wonder also if, if maybe some of it's related to like COVID stuff calming down a little bit and maybe people are not spending as much time at home in the evenings or I don't know. Yeah, that could be. But I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember much 2020 anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> who does? Uh, yeah, I just I just it just kind of hit me. I don't know, like last week or something. And I was like, shit, like anytime that I'm talking about multiplayer, it's just me with fucking strangers. I'm not yeah. playing multiplayer with anybody that I know. Feels like the old Wild West days of Xbox Live. Yeah. Just getting on on your console and seeing what's out there. Just hoping for the best. <clears throat> I actually managed to get like a night of Fortnite in with uh, with a friend or a few friends, like literally just a couple nights ago. Uh -huh. which is the first time I've done anything like that in ages. And that was nice. That was good. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Like the game's fun. Always has been as you and I have stipulated since it's since it came out. <laughs> um, and, but yeah, like that experience of just getting to fuck around with with friends online is good. And that's something I don't know. Somehow we got to bring it back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we do that. Hmm. Uh, I will say that like we should be like all in on Warzone 2, like day one. Sure. When is that happening? Next year? Uh, October 28th. No. Oh, so God. they are doing, this is kind of a newsy thing, but they are doing uh, the campaign and Warzone 2 same day when Call of Duty releases. There's 
There's not, well, I guess a multi, like a regular multiplayer probably too, but there's not going to be like a zombies mode, which I continually and constantly lament. It's, it's very existence. Uh, it's a a stain on Call of Duty (laughs) and I will stand by that. So it does seem that it's going to be campaign, probably multiplayer and for sure Warzone 2 same day. And then they're talking about next year, like early next year, uh, a Tarkov like multiplayer mode. Interesting. Yeah, that's not a surprise. Of course, they're doing that. Um, I have some bad news for you about the day one plan. Huh? I'm out of town that weekend. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. It's not a beta weekend. You're supposed to be there. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm just okay. I'm, I'm okay. failing. Okay, I got day it. seven, Warzone two. We're all in. Okay, sounds good. Day seven <laughs> after you know what? That's fine. That'll give the server some time to stop being on fire. That will give like all of the guaranteed raft of launch problems some time to get fixed. This, this is good. Day seven. I like this plan. I'm happy. To be I like this plan too. Day seven, 2022. <laughs> You heard it here first. Hello, everybody. It's Friday, July 1st, I think. Probably. I don't know. Welcome to Quick Save, the saving content podcast. I am Evan Rowe. With me today, as always, is Scott Ellison. How are you doing, Scott? I am fantastic. How about Good. you? Uh, I'm doing pretty all right for a Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, I have minimal complaints. Which, okay, anytime someone anytime someone asks me, oh, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I have minimal complaints. That's usually like my, I'm paving over the fact that things are <laughs> on fire constantly. <laughs> but But truly, I am good and I'm happy to be here with you as always. I'm, I'm happy that you're here. Yes, I'm I'm happy to continue discussing Warzone 2. <laughs> um, what what were oh, right. So like between between the cold open and this, we are, we're talking about like, oh, man, like hopefully the fact that they're making a second one means it's good enough to justify improvements. What I was going to say is like. I am really surprised they're not just doing the Fortnite model, you know, we're like. Let's just keep iterating on the one thing. You know, and let's not be afraid to make even bigger sweeping changes to this. But like, does that mean that they're going to have both versions running in parallel? That is what it seems like. Um, Everything that I've heard or seen seems to indicate that they are going to maintain or just like, I guess, like minimal maintain maintenance on on Warzone 1. Huh. I wonder if that's like hedging. Like, are they... Are they worried it's not going to be received well? And so they want people to be able to go back like I don't know. They're just I, I don't know, but I do know that everything that you've ever purchased in Warzone one will not carry over. Mm-hmm. Good. Great. People love that. People love when that happens. I um, mean, I get it, but I think yeah. that's honestly the best move. I do think yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. I do. Mm. I don't know. I like I like being able to load into Fortnite with all my cosmetics from three years ago and still be able to rock that shit. It's pretty cool. 
God, I haven't played that game in like two years now. You should. It's fine. I I know. I've like all the changes are everything that I would want, but like I dude, no build mode is so great. I know it's everything that I've wanted. It is. It is. You can you can get solo wins easy in that now. Should do it. Um, Maybe I'll reinstall that. What? Why? Why do you think it's the right move to not carry cosmetics over? I'm curious. Um, it just it feels heavy just thinking about it. Just like mm. all of the things that they would have to maintain, all of the things that they would have. Like, yes, I'm kind of thinking on the developer's behalf and caring about that, but really, it's just like, I don't know, man. I don't want to fucking run around the Warzone map and see fucking Jigsaw <laughs> and Ghostface <laughs> and fucking Rambo anymore. Like, yeah, it's true. It was it's cool true. for the time, but like, I just need a clean slate for but that shit. You know, they're just going to put more of that same shit in Warzone 2, though. Like, it's going to, it won't stop them from doing more of the same. But I hear you. Yes. But yeah, I just don't want to see it day one. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Maybe on day seven or day seven. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Warzone. Nice. That's a game I've not thought about in a long time. Um, it is. It is for me anyway. My my favorite battle royale, even though I'm not playing it anymore because they ruined it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't care like that much. It's just like, OK, this isn't for me. I'm out. I'll be good until the next one. But fair enough. Uh, I think the the main appeal for me though is like what i've come to realize with like apex and even that vampire battle royale which i was like hot on for like the first week blood hunt i think yeah yeah i was hot on for the first week and then it kicked in and i like realized what i don't like and it's just like the ability stuff like i just Ah. cannot get down with classes in a battle royale. Yeah, you it, mentioned it, that criticism of Apex in the past, and I get it. It, de- it like it adds another dimension to things that like on one, on the one hand is like an okay layer to add to the combat, but it also it can it can add to the unpredictability in a certain way that like makes it it can it, I don't know, just messes with the balance sometimes. Exactly. And I don't like care that it exists. Like fine, be be there <laughs> And if people enjoy it, that's great. I'm not going to shit on that. It's just for me, like it feels less skill based some of the times. Cause like, yes, Mm -hmm. you can win most of those gunfights without using a skill, but when you do and you're not the same person as them, then that's where like the imbalance comes into play that I don't care for. Yeah. Cause I can't do the same shit to you most of the time. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I understand. Well, I'm explaining for the audience. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I don't know. Blood Hunt looked cool, but I was always just on the fence about whether that was it actually going to. It was cool. I enjoyed it. But then people got like ridiculous at the abilities and some they introduced a character that was like way OP that I don't know if they ever even fixed. Mm. Um, but you're saying it has balance it fell issues. In, fell into the same problem of you were playing as a class, those classes had abilities and some were better than others. But if you weren't that, or even if you were, it just a matter, it mattered like on the cooldown and just, it was another layer that I just didn't care for. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and that's fine. You know, good on him for trying. I, I respect that. But now I know what I like and don't like in a battle royale. And what you, know? you like is Call of Duty, and what you don't like <laughs> is also the current state of Call of Duty. Well, ideally, I like <laughs> Fortnite. I just haven't played it yet since the um, changes. I, I know we have big plans for tonight, but we should try and also stay up and just play a match after we're done. Oh, if you have shit. it installed. I would, I, would, I would have to All right. install it right now. Okay, fine, fine. Next time we sit down to record, we'll build it into the schedule. I've got I've got the biggest pipes to download all the things. Don't you worry. You, have, you got the fattest pipes. And I, I'm I also the only one in this pipe. house, so there's no possibility of congestion. Uh, the summer of Scott continues. Uh-huh. How's that, how's that working out so far? It's great. I'm feeling <laughs> great. It's... It's kind of lonely. Uh, I miss some people, but you know, I get to do what I want and that's there's, pretty great. Oh, there's, there's nothing better than just getting to do what you want. Um, for a while anyway, it does get boring eventually, but, um, you're investing in yourself though. You've got, you've got Scott time and that's, that's worth a lot for the first time in a long time. Sorry, just just recording an episode title here. Um, <laughs> hmm. I mean, but uh, how how so? Like, you're on what, what day two of of Scott time, and like, have you have you started to figure out how to fill that time up, or are you already just like I I don't know I don't know what to do with this. I uh yeah I'm like starting to plan out like what I need to do. Um. So like. You know, on this day, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna uh, clean out the cat litter. On this day is when I'm gonna do laundry. Um, uh-huh. By the end of the week is when I'm gonna need to do dishes. Yeah, so you're having a real adult ass week at home. <laughs> yeah, like those are the like the most unfun things. But it's like, oh, uh, every other day I'm gonna go for a walk, and I'm probably gonna wait till sunset to do it, or um, mm-hmm. you know something mm-hmm. like that, or like these are the movies I'm going to watch each night. Sure. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. It's yeah. I am a planner. I'm not uh, like a, like over enthusiast on planning. I, I like to, you know, as we talked about fly by the seat of our pants in in most scenarios, but, uh, yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. like with stuff like this, I think if I plan it out, I tend to enjoy things more. It definitely helps curb the like overwhelm of options that come up. Yeah. You know, like you're just like, oh, uh, you get to your your evening time. And you're like, OK, you do whatever I want. What do I want to do? Oh, God, I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, yeah. If I if I pigeonhole myself into a certain activity, then I won't I won't feel that sense of dread or overwhelming nature. Yeah, that's it's smart. I remember like. When I had my week mostly to myself last year, my my only real plan was I'm going to play through Resident Evil Village because it happens to be the week it comes out. Yeah, <laughs> that was about as much structure as I allowed myself. Um, I don't even remember what I did in the evenings that week. But I know Resident Slept. Evil was a big part of it. Slept. Yes. Yes. <sighs> well, I look forward to, to more updates on how this goes for you. Uh, did you pick a night that you're going to watch RRR on yet? No, um, with it's three hours, I, yeah, it's like, do I break it up? Do I just watch it all and go? Uh, it might be like a, a Sunday movie. 
I watch. Uh, um, yeah. Stranger Things Volume 2 comes out tomorrow, today. Ah. Uh, uh, yep. And Just so in time I for might, 4th of July weekend. <laughs> I might be doing kind of like a watch party thing with the family over the internet to watch it together so we don't miss oh. out. Okay. Nice. Um, and we're probably going to break the two episodes up into two nights would be my guess, but I don't Smart. actually know what we're doing. Yeah. Well, that all sounds delightful. I still haven't watched any of the, the new season of Stranger Things, and maybe we'll get to it this week while we're like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking all the next week off of work. Finally. Nice. It's like it's my first week off since I came back from leave and it is sorely needed. Um, problem is, we still have three children. <laughs> um, so like television time is still very limited, but we'll figure it out. Um uh, I mean, <laughs> I say that like like that's going to change. Like, well, I'm trying to get rid of one or two of them. <laughs> but as soon as I can kick this one out, we're fine. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like TV is a uh, TV is one of the main things that's fallen by the wayside. I've sacrificed that more than anything. And like yeah. video games have taken a huge hit, but it's just not as it's just not as important to me right now. But I have like you and all these other friends who have kids that are old enough to be like functioning humans and who don't need as much attention. And I'm just like, hmm, that sounds nice. That, that must be a, a wonderful state to exist in. It's great. <laughs> Can confirm. It's excellent. You should try. It uh, especially like when you have them like doing chores and stuff like. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? Just not having to do as much stuff. Ugh, it's real nice. It sounds great. Um, well, hey, since you are deep in the summer of Scott, what have you been playing? So, uh, I've been, I've been playing some, some good games, some bad games, some, I don't know if I'm going to keep playing games. Uh, and I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to keep like playing. You've <laughs> given up entirely again. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to keep playing the cycle frontier. Yeah. Okay. I, I, this is a game that I keep hearing about and I keep seeing people play. I don't know anything about it. What, what is this game? Why are you not going to keep playing it? Tell me all of the things. It's space Tarkov light. Um, uh, and this game, okay. this game has pivoted like two times before now. Um, so like when it originally came out, it was just like this, like massively, like open world and you would have objectives and uh, you would, you would have to like, you, there was like some elements that were kind of the same, but like it was just such a different game before on like how you extracted or how you participated in events. And then it pivoted once to something else where not something else entirely, but it just, it started introducing new elements of like storms and like, higher tier things that you could obtain uh, to like achieve your goals. And then like, I don't know what happened, but then it just kind of shifted once more and they're like, okay, we're going all in on Tarkov. Here we go. Um, but it, it's, hmm. it's like the lightest version of Tarkov you could imagine. Like, like in a good way or a bad way. Good. I think it's good. Okay. Um, I do think it's like a good thing because it's like, there's, 
like far less meta progression. Like it still exists, but it's it's far less intimidating or you know time consuming. But you know the thing of it is um, with like Tarkov, you enter a raid. It's got a forty five minute timer, let's say, and that's mm-hmm. that's it. Right. Um, if you get out, you keep your stuff. If you don't get out, you lose it all, and the server shuts down. What? Uh, the developers have done here is that they have constantly running servers and you just pop in and do your thing, go loot. And it just like repopulates the loot table every so often. Um, And so you'll go and loot your stuff. And then there are designated extraction points, not unlike Tarkov. You call your, your space vehicle for a ride and the kind of like the most tension that exists in that game is that when you go to extract, there's like a time from when you call it in to when it like not, not only just arrives in an atmosphere, but actually lands at the destination. Then from there, there's like 10 to 15 seconds where it's just sitting there waiting for you to get in it. Then there's like five seconds where the doors are closing and any time within that entire span you could be killed and lose everything not sure a new concept but it's no. like that is where the tension mostly lies for that game huh it's a first person shooter all that. alien <laughs> weapons uh oh, okay like very fictional like not grounded really in any kind of reality uh mm-hmm. there is like pve aspects where there are alien creatures roaming around and you kill them and then they drop like loot that is used for quests or, um, you know, maybe like enhancing your, your room or something like that. Like, cause the room is the meta progression where like you have passive buffs and things going on that earns you credits and so on. And I think the aliens are a little too tough. Like they really Mm. need to rebalance that. It takes a lot to kill some of these creatures and it's just, it's a huge waste of ammo. Yeah. Cause like a lot of attention to you, you can take out the NPCs pretty easily or like, yeah, not without too much ammo. Right. So like the, the time to kill is a lot lower here. Mm -hmm. Like, or takes more shots. However you want to look at it to, to kill someone. So, and I think that's fine. I just think like, engaging with the aliens like is, is way too much. Yeah. Um, just draws too much attention, but so what's my problem with it? Why would I not play something that is like a game that I've enjoyed, you know, talking about many times before. Sure. So to go back to Tarkov again, they do a thing called wipes. Uh, they're right. in beta. It's not a full release. So every, six maybe nine months they they wipe the servers everybody restarts and you build yourself back up again Mm -hmm. with the cycle frontier they have a battle pass that runs for 90 days for a season at the end of a season they do a wipe so you are like barely able to like put time in to your progression before it gets completely wiped and restarted. Yeah, that's no good. I don't know if I can get behind that. Like I don't, as much as I do enjoy playing that game and how 
like fun, how much fun I've had, like how well I've done. 90 days is way too steep for me. Yeah. Well, like, like if you're not playing every single day, you're not getting nearly as much reward out of, you know, what you're putting in. And like, yeah, you're, you're, you're barely making meaningful progress. And in Tarkov, like you can really invest a lot of time into building your character up and, and like, I don't know. The, the progression just feels a little better in that regard. Right. And you're yeah. not punished for not engaging with it every day. And it almost feels like to me, that feels like the cycle frontier is trying to push you toward. It's like they're trying to take the, the model of like a battle royale type battle pass approach, but they're missing the part that makes that work because you don't <laughs> have meta progression that carries forward in battle royale games. Yeah, and the only progress you lose is like your season level. Right, exactly. And that doesn't matter because you have all these other things that stick around after the fact. So maybe they'll address it. Maybe they won't. Um, but it's just I, I got to I got to probably. Uninstall it, take a step back. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you gotta, uh, just I'm, I'm going to watch to see what they do. Um, I can always reinstall it, but like. Yeah, it's like a super cool concept. It's way more approachable than Tarkov will probably ever be. But it's, yeah, they're, like you said, they're missing kind of the point here. Trying yep. to fit the the wipe mold inside a season just I is way too aggressive. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that that's going to work for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, I mean, they gotta, I'm, they gotta try and fuck it up to find out, I guess, but. Yeah. Yeah. Give them a season to, to shoot themselves in the foot. Maybe. I don't know. I do wonder, like, just as a side note, like what Tarkov is going to do if this game ever like fully releases, if that even matters, if they'll mm. still do still do wipes or how they'll even handle that. Yeah, who knows? Hopefully something better than what they do now. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so it's it's a really good game. I still recommend, you know, trying it out. It's free to play. There's a bunch of like paid DLC stuff that you can get that like helps your character out. But if if they stick to this 90 day reset thing like that, I don't, I don't know how many people could really get down with that. Not even like Tarkov players, because that's even more aggressive than that. So, like, how do you have this one feature that is more aggressive than the most hardcore game out there? Yep. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a poor choice, let's say. Uh, and then I played F122. Um, mm. you'll notice that it is two numbers shorter than any time that I've talked about it before. That's true. Uh, so EA doing the EA thing. They, they don't last year we had F1 2021 this year. It's just F1 22 lines up okay. with all of their other sports titles. Yep. Branding uh, consistency. It's fucking good, man. Uh, the, the EA impressions on Codemasters is pretty minimal. I think. They added this like F1 life mode, which is just like a really fancy menu that kind of showcases trophies and like your your driver scorecard in, in terms of like how what type of racer are you? Do you tend to bump people? Do you are you dirty driver? You know, like it kind of captures stuff like that. Design dirty driver, dirty driver, <laughs> the dirtiest driver. <laughs> It's like snidely whiplash knockoff. 
Yeah. No, wait. No, no, sorry. I'm thinking, uh, no, fuck, not what was the guy from Wacky Racers? Fuck, not Snidely Whiplash. Oh. That, that's Bowinkle. Um, oh, this is gonna. Or derail, Dick Dastardly. Fuck. It's Dick How Dastardly. could you forget a name like that? I don't know. I don't know. You're such a dastardly fellow. Dirty driver. <laughs> anyway, I can send you. <laughs> Uh, it houses like your replays. It, it, it makes highlights for you. So if like you do something cool and you don't even remember it, it'll take a highlight of that. Yes. Yeah, uh, like there, there's an element to it. That's like halfway to like something cool. Uh, so there's, there's like an opportunity to like own supercars and then you put them in various rooms in your house, which is so like, Look how rich I am because I'm putting <laughs> a fucking $500,000 plus vehicle in a room, not just the house, but in various rooms of the house. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if any F1 driver does that in real life, but is that is that what they do instead of putting grand pianos around their house as a symbol of wealth? Like, is that what we've moved on to? I, I think so. Yeah, you can't hmm, you can't play. Uh, an F1 car like you can a piano like you can't just sit down and I mean you could you'd probably just blast through the wall uh, but that's kind of it like and there's no there's kind of nothing else to the F1 life mode it, it's just kind of this glorified menu thing and like you can visit okay. your friend's house and look at how they organize their car and shit like Ooh. that but like uh, it's whatever like it's not yeah, a big deal yeah, like it's, it's, it's not the main draw <laughs> Definitely not the main draw. Whereas last year they had an actual story mode, which I got pretty invested with. I thought it was pretty good. Wow. Um, none of that here. F1 life seems to kind of take its place for that. Um, but it doesn't like hurt anything by it being there. It just, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Like it's not fully formed. I think they could do more with it. Like if they iterate on it. But mm-hmm. just kind of its initial inclusion is just kind of whatever, but it doesn't hurt anybody. Um, what does kind of come out of that, which I do think is really cool, is that they got these things called Pirelli hot laps. And Ooh. it puts you in one of the supercars that you can buy and place in your house. And you do things like a checkpoint race or you do uh, just like a time trial on a course or, you know, something to that effect. It's always kind of time-based. You're never really racing against anybody. Uh, And that's pretty cool because like you are racing something other than an F1 car, which obviously is very hard to handle or very just different to handle than kind of what you may already be used to. Like, let's say you do a couple of races in a Formula One car and then you switch to a Pirelli hot lap. the braking is the braking distances are, are way different. Acceleration's way different. Handling's way different. But it's so cool. Like it does seem like they're they're trying something new or they're kind of like experimenting to maybe do more with Formula One in the years to come. Like that's good. Just like a whole other race mode where you are racing against other people in these supercars. I don't know. It just it's really interesting. Um, and I like it. I don't think they should get rid of it. And then, you know, they've updated the, you know, the roster of drivers, the cars, 
how like all the the changes to the rules of the sport mm-hmm. all that that fun stuff yep keeping it up um, to date it's important do you remember ea tracks do you remember uh yes i do i i i had a love-hate relationship with ea tracks in their games from the what was that like the early 2000s the early aughts yeah like burnout three like all the burnout uh-huh. games featured those like all their sports games featured yeah yeah i i remember it was like their it's their fancy name for hey we've got licensed music in our game right yeah so the the most ea thing about f1 2022 is that ea tracks is back okay is this like is this the the premier return of ea tracks no i think they've like done it with like need for speeds over the years but i okay it's just like it's been a while for one and and f1 has never had anything like this it's always been like classical music or like uh like the kind of official f1 music like there's never been anything licensed music like nothing like it and like this is like kind of the most ea thing about this (laughs) game all that to say though like really ea's influence is very minimal um, they didn't ruin F1. They didn't ruin Thank Codemasters. God. At least here. Uh, we'll see like what future games look like, I guess. Um, but it's really fucking good. Like I've I've given the F1 games high marks year over year for a very long time now. They've like they really have gotten the stride down. They know what works, and any changes that they do introduce always work. Um it's good. F1, they, they understand the property well then. Totally. And very respectful. And and who knows how much like influence like Formula One itself has on the game. Who knows? Um, But like they just get it right. And like F1 life is. You know, I call it superficial. I call it superfluous. Like it really just doesn't matter that it's there. Mm -hmm. But it is kind of like a downside of sorts. But I still give it top marks just because the core gameplay, the 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 new mode that they added of driving supercars like that's really good stuff and it's it's a really good variety to maybe help bridge gaps of like oh i i like supercars but i i don't know anything about formula one well you kind of get the best of both worlds here as it introduces you to that um bunch of accessibility options and stuff like that it's just a really awesome game i can't recommend it enough nice well I do love a good racing game, <laughs> especially it's, it's ones really where you fun. go super fast. Uh huh. Uh huh. Have you have you busted out the racing wheel for this yet? I, I did. Yes, I did. And how's that working out for you? Uh, it's it's good. It is really good. But like my force feedback is incredibly intense. Uh, so like it it just makes you like very cognizant of mistakes and doing your very best to avoid them else you rattle everything off your desk. <laughs> That's you you don't need that. I mean, the family's not home right now, right? So you can, you can sort of get away with it, but yeah, yeah. That's uh, more of a personal inconvenience problem. It really, it really is. But it's got, what it's, the fuck is going on in there? <laughs> is there an earthquake? No, just in the office. It's fine. Go back to bed. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, I mean, that's kind of the catch is I don't do that at night. Right. Yeah, of course. Of course not. What can't who, do that? Who would pull out a racing wheel at night after dark? That's ridiculous. 
Paris. The nobody, fuck. nobody who's sane. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get behind that statement. I think. The seals like a mistake. <laughs> anyway. Uh, hey, what, uh, what else? <laughs> hey, can you uh, can you come with me real quick? Uh, OK, sure. Are we doing like an aside really fast? Uh, not Just, not quite. Um, so. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Welcome. Okay. Welcome to the bash corner. Oh, my God. It's dusty in here. Yeah, I feel like it. It fits. It fits what's, you, what's what's about to happen here. Ha, have you even been in here since we last visited? Like, I, no, no. It's a lot of spiders. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I know this place. It's good for the aesthetic. Yeah, you're right. I think it, it adds more gravitas to uh, to what happens here. What, what are we doing in the bash corner, Scott? Why are we revisiting uh, this, this we're, dark we're place? Gonna, we're going to quickly talk about MX versus ATV Legends. Yikes. Uh, it fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Are you, are you burning a PR relationship right now? No. Well, maybe. <laughs> but no, probably not. Uh, it's bad, huh? It's bad. It is not like the worst thing ever. Uh, I gave this a two out of five. Like it is playable. There is a way to play it. Uh, you won't enjoy any of it, but <laughs> you could play it and it doesn't crash. Like, I mean, <laughs> okay. like it doesn't crash the desktop. It doesn't like delete your computer. So, okay. So, so I mean, it's, it's got that going for it. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. Like the past couple of MX, uh, versus ATV games have just not been good. I gave the last one a two out of five. I gave this one a two out of five. Oof. There's like almost no redeeming values. Like there, there are like some cool modes. There's like a new mode that they added. It's cool. It's called trail. And it's just like a, a point A to point B race, which means that like it removes all opportunities for passing. It removes the chances of like someone screwing up on a turn, uh, like just most Terrible. of that stuff, like an added level of challenges there. And that's cool. I think that's really interesting, but it's like missing personality. It's missing heart mm. because what ended up making the series so great was the way that it like mixed and matched different types of vehicles uh, to include monster trucks. Like there was just this insane scale and towering sensibility of not maybe not even being the one in the monster truck, but being in a race that has them and you're on this motorcycle and you don't want to get run over by this motorcycle or by this monster truck. Like it's just not there. Your, mm. your three options in the career are motocross, ATVs and UTVs. What's a, what's what, what is a UTV? Uh, urinary tract infection. Oh, urinary tract vehicle. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, that sounds boring. <laughs> uh, it's basically a car. You're driving a car with like some exaggerated suspension setups where it's a little bouncy and reactive to different terrain, but it's a car. It's just mm -hmm. not a fun one. Uh, it just, 
I want to bash this game, but at the same time, like my review kind of covers a lot of that. Sure. Uh, so I do recommend reading that because I, I do kind of lay it all out there, but it's just, this isn't the games that I enjoyed years ago. Uh, you know, right. PlayStation two era, even like into the Xbox 360 era, they were still pretty enjoyable, but they're, they're just missing the point. They're missing the fun. I don't want to play it anymore. Like, yeah, I really like, I didn't know enough about this going into it. As I requested it. I was like, Surely this has to be better than the last one. <laughs> Surely they've learned something. <laughs> they didn't. They really didn't. Um, multiplayer is kind of fun because it's better than like stomping on the AI uh, or yeah. getting stomped by the AI, depending on what yeah. mode you're in. But sure. even then, that's like not enough. That is just not enough to compel me to keep it installed. Well, and yeah, why would you when you have something like F1 that you could play or any exactly. other number of recent like, games that are so much better? Just coming off the heels of F1, it was so much more fun and just like. It's just such a stark contrast. Uh, I just I just can't recommend it. I mean, maybe they'll they'll work on it over the next year or two and they'll patch it up to be something something really good. Uh, just it's that's not what it is right now. Yeah, it's just it's I don't know. Keep your do not get your hopes up for future releases, probably. I who knows? I mean, THQ funded this. They might fund it again. Who knows? I mean, if I it think sells enough units, what else matters? Exactly. I think there is enough people who will just buy it anyway, mm. regardless of quality. Uh, let's get yeah. out of here. Let's get out of this corner. Before, okay. Like, yeah, let's some spider let's lays leave. eggs in your hair or something. Thank you. I agree. I think that's a good decision. In, in important question. What would it take for you to rate a game as a one instead of a two? Like how bad would it have to be to, to be like a, a full rung lower? It really has to be like completely unplayable. Not just like, like just a I don't fire. enjoy playing it, but yeah, like it does. It barely runs. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Is zero on the scale or, or do we not rate lower than one? We don't rate lower than one. Okay, that's that seems fair because zero zero would be pretty harsh. It's yeah. like zero would be I don't I don't know I, the game doesn't like didn't ship I I don't doesn't exist but even that yeah yeah uh, I don't know huh. yeah I don't, you feel like you don't see you don't really see games that don't even run at this point but it's been a while we we have given I think only one game. Uh, a one out of five. Oh man, we should uh, uh, we should figure out what that game was. Oh, I can tell you. I know. I know oh, it. Great. It's it's Alien World Assault and Eric, uh, one one of the two Acosta boys over at .exe podcast, also on SavingContent.com and Anchor.fm and wherever you get your podcasts. Excellent. Uh, was the one to review it and. Uh, I think he didn't want to review anything for me for a long time because of this game. <laughs> He's like, this is what you're going to send me. I'm out of here. Was this um, when did this come out or not? Alien World Assault Men in Black. Oh, Alien Assault. sorry. That, that I, makes got, more sense. I got I got tripped up. But yeah, Men in Black Alien Assault. Oh, 2007. OK, yeah, that's old. 
All right, fair enough. Uh, well, thank you for for sharing your MX versus ATV trauma experience with us. I, I know that's that's hard to endure. It but is, but it is you. the it is the first game that I have given like an actual negative review to. There are, there have been games that I'm kind of on the fence with, or like on the the passing side of being an okay three out of five. Um, but this was the first one where I truly did not enjoy my time, and uh, <laughs> like I you wish said, I could have no redeeming back. qualities. Yeah, that's that is unfortunate. Perhaps perhaps they will regret their words and deeds and <laughs> and make a better game next time. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Not me. Who knows? We'll find out in another year, I guess, or however long it takes for the next one to come out. Uh, God, I think it was like kind of a while. Um, last game Ooh. on Steam. 2018, so four okay. years. Wow, four years, huh? This is the best they could come up with. Uh, it's not good. It's yeah, not good. I literally own all of the MX versus ATV games on Steam. Oh, hmm. they re- they released a Monster Jam Steel Titans 2 last year. I mean, the title alone has got to move units there. How could it not? Monster Jam Steel Titans! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, they released both Monster Jam Steel Titan games in between the MX versus ATV games. Oh, well, that's that's why they were distracted by monster trucks. And they didn't even fucking put it in the game that's had monster trucks. Oh, they had to cut them. Yeah. God damn it. They couldn't get the licenses. <laughs> or something. I don't they've, know. They've got fucking models sitting around. <laughs> they're just, File, they're sitting import, there. monster truck. You, yeah, how, how hard, hard could it be? Jeez, game devs. We we uh, just just disclaimer. We recognize and understand that game development is very difficult, and uh, these are people behind these games, and we know that this, this stuff is hard. And they know that. And usually, if you ship a bad thing, you know it's bad. We get it. I, like say how, these I, I would have liked a, a post uh, disclaimer, but I'll I'll take the live disclaimer. Oh, I, here's the best thing. I, I'll just I'll pluck this right out and I'll put it at the end. It's great. I'm not going to do that, but I could. And you should I mean, do I guess, it like the Micro Machines guy. Oh, God. Yeah, I could. I could do that. I wouldn't even have to talk as fast as him. I can just I can do that in post as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How, nice do, how do you do that without not sounding like a chipmunk, though? Oh, yeah. No, there's tools for that. You can you can adjust speed and retain the the existing pitch. It knows like it's actually pretty easy. Um, so the, in fact, there's like a it used to be that you would have to do those adjustments separately. And now, like, you know, pretty much both, I think, Audacity and Audition have tools that let you just automatically say, I want this faster, but make sure the pitch doesn't change. It's pretty great. OK, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Audio editing is is, is wonderful. It's really it's a it's a good, fun thing to do. And the tools are great. Magic. Magic. So tell me, have you had a more fun time than I? Well, I didn't get saddled with uh, a, a two out of five game. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> so it, it, I suppose, yes, um, I I will be very frank and say. I, I thought you were Evan, me. though. <laughs> God damn it. 
tried to head that off. Um, <sighs> for the moment, I'll be frank. And Is that your middle name? It's actually not. No. Um, there needs to be a better word for thesaurus. Frank. That's not how you spell thesaurus. Frank. Um, I'll be direct. I'll be forthright with you <laughs> and tell you. <laughs> I'll be earnest. Yes. Uh, I've mostly just been playing neon white since we last spoke. And okay. given that that was two weeks ago when we last recorded, that should tell you a lot about where my time has been. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm trying to look at my Steam library and be like, what else have I booted up in that time? But it's mostly just been Neon White. That's kind of the only thing that's been worth talking about. And so the thing that has got me so hooked on this game still is the, the kind of asynchronous competitive nature that it lends itself to, because I talked about how and, and like surely you you've all heard about this at this point, if you've heard anything about this game, like a big part of it is the speed running aspect, right? And Neon White really wants you to be good at it and it wants to help you out. And like it, it gives you like progressively more hints about how to improve your times and more indicators about how you can be faster. You still have to do some amount of like puzzle solving in each of the levels to figure out like how could I improve my routing? How could I shave time off? But there's mm. there's ways that it helps you get there and it helps you kind of build those muscles and those skills for, you know, how you can just get better at speed running the levels in general. Um, but the other part of it is like, it's got leaderboards and the main one that surfaces to you is your friends leaderboards. And when you've got friends who are also pretty good at platforming and shooting and who are really into time trial style things, and who get competitive over those leaderboards, you get yourself into a very hard to break out of loop where you're just like, okay, I'm trying frenzied to progress through. Even. Yes, yes, frenzied, very, yeah, I like that. And so like, every time I sit down to play, I'm like, I, I really need to make some progress on, this, on, the, on the main game and like get through the story and get through just into the more levels, right? Because the further in you get, the more mechanics they introduce and the more soul cards with different functionality you get access to, which is awesome. Um, but also it's really hard to resist the urge to just go check the leaderboards on all the levels you've done and see if any of anyone you know has toppled your times. And then suddenly the next thing you know, you've spent the last 10 minutes restarting a level over and over again, trying to shave like two hundredths or, you know, <laughs> less off of of your time so you can reclaim the number one spot. It's fucking maddening, but it's really good. Um, and I think that's just where that's what I've been spending a lot of my time doing is just over and over, like getting really good at these levels, like figuring out like how I can crack the puzzle. And, and the, the other element of this. So I, can't, I think I talked about this last time. It's got like these different tiers of badges for your times, right? And you've played some of the games, so you know this. Yep. Um, so there's like bronze, silver, gold, and then the ace medal, right? And it shows you after you beat the level the first time and get your first medal, um, what kind of the time breakdowns of each, each of those medals are. So you get a sense for how fast you need to go through the level to get up to the next tier. There's also a hidden medal. Uh, and I guess they call them badges, but there's a hidden one called a red badge, which looks just like the ace badge, but it's it's red tinged. 
And that is a secret one on every level that you get for beating uh, the developer time. Um, and I would love like, so Ben Esposito is like the, the primary like developer creator on this game, right? He did donut mm -hmm. County. Um, I'm curious to know how many of the times are his versus some of the other people on the dev team. Cause oh. I think I mentioned like when I was reviewing right pre-release, the leaderboards were pretty like the global leaderboards were pretty sparse. It was just, you know, a lot of the development team, the QA team and some press and, now it's like thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Um, but I remember seeing some of the times that that Ben had set on some of these levels that they were like literally impossible, like one second times, <laughs> which which is like clearly, OK, you did some shit to to test a thing. And I'm sure those 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 bullshit times got wiped. But I want to know, like, am I are these red badges Ben's times? Or are they just like the best legit time anyone on the development team? Could? I don't know. Um, obviously they have to be like beatable and attainable or else, um, there'd be no point. But so now it's like, okay, not only do I need to beat all my friends every time I sit down and not only do I feel compelled to like rise back up to the top of the leaderboard every time I sit down, I also am going back through and making sure I've got the red badge on every single level that I've played. Okay. Um, and that's usually a pretty surefire way to climb up above everyone else. But also like you get into red badge territory where like say like myself and two other people have those and we're literally just eking out hundreds or even thousands of a second like optimizations over each other to to keep one upping one uh everyone and it's just like you know the only way you can really get meaningful gains at this point is if you go and watch like one of the world record videos uh on YouTube of that level and figure out how like legit speedrunners are doing it and seeing the way <laughs> that they truly break the fucking level I mean, it's not really broken because I haven't seen anyone like clipping through walls or anything, but you see the way people just say, I'm going to skip the half of the level, like not even not even the, like the quarter of it you think you can skip. I'm going to skip almost the whole thing, actually. And it's just fucking nuts to see how precise and quick people are with flicking the mouse around and hitting lots of really precise shots without missing and still maintaining momentum in certain directions without faltering. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know how you do this. Cause like, I consider myself pretty good at video games, but I'm nowhere near on that level. And I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> it's, um, I don't know. I don't know if that's just, I'm old or if there's not enough time for me to spend on these things or, I mean, maybe I'm just not a pro gamer anymore, Scott. I don't believe that. I couldn't believe that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I can I got to pull myself out of bed in the morning somehow. So this I think that'll help. <laughs> um, Good. But yeah, it's been it's it's yes, it's been. <laughs> thank you. Um, it has been a really hard to put down game recently, especially because, as you know, just not much is happening right now with releases. But like the more of this game I play, the more mechanically interesting it gets um, and the more opportunities it opens up for how you can play the levels and like how you can use the abilities to kind of get around things and come up with really creative solutions. And, and that's the thing, right? Every level is a puzzle that you have to solve and not just it. It's even got like probably multiple phases of puzzle solving you have to do, right? Because there's the initial just figure out the solution to get through the level puzzle. There's the puzzles for how do I get these uh, 
you know, these these times improve just to get my rank up so I can progress. And then the ultimate puzzles of how do I get these red patch times? How do I really optimize the shit out of my route? And how do I exploit mechanics in ways that the developers intend for me to, to, to really whip through? And it's just the dopamine hits are fucking constant as you are working through this. Like every time you have a really good run, um, it just, it feels so, so smooth and it's yep. so rewarding and it's, mm, it's, it's really, it's got its hooks in me super deep. <laughs> um, and I, that's, that's, I don't know, man. It's just, it's a really good time. Um, I know you probably haven't had as much time to sit down and spend with it, uh, since you've had a bunch, some other stuff on your plate, but like, even if you're not gunning for those super fast times, like I cannot recommend this game enough to just spend time with and make your way through the levels. Just cause even if you're not going for the fastest possible times, the the nature of the puzzle solving as you work through gets more and more interesting and more rewarding. And um, it's like it's very quickly creeping up into my like, you know, end of year, like best games in 2022 candidates. Like it's 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 cementing a spot for itself very, very easily at this point, uh, which is awesome because it was like barely on my radar and it just, you know, came out and took out it really was positioned well to take advantage of the slow release schedule this year. And it's like, for sure. It's like, it's a, it's a treat. It is a fucking treat. Um, uh, and so I have been skipping all of the cutscenes for, you know, like you said, like I yep. really haven't had much time as much as I would have liked, but I've been skipping all of the cutscenes because they're not for me, but holy yep. shit is that game horny. Oh my God. The game is so horny. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like, well, I, I don't know how you know this. If you've been skipping cutscenes, but um, well, I started watching them. And I was like, this is this is this, this is too, too horny much horn for me. I'm out. Oh no! Well, was, <laughs> look, just because just because White's mask has horns on it does not mean <laughs> that's, that's not the, what I mean. It's <laughs> not what I'm talking about. Um, the game is really horny, though. You're right. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's cooled off a little bit as I've gotten further in, but I also don't think it's totally going away. Um, but yeah, it's it's it, the story and the characters are very horny. Um, and maybe that's your thing. Maybe it's not, uh, but it's good. It's Can you good imagine if both of those things were your thing? This game if what? Perfect. Well, like the the speed run, like the 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 yeah. actual like gameplay You're a horny speedrunner. And a Holy horny shit. visual novel. Yeah, man, this is this is the game for you. If you are a horny speedrunner, <laughs> you're good to go. Um, I do find the rest of the story like bits to be like I I, I am. I, I am not going to like try and pretend I'm not into anime because I am and I like it and I watch it. Uh, and so this is scratching a very specific itch in terms of the kinds of anime that I was first exposed to in like the nineties back when Cartoon Network had its tsunami block. Um, it feels like the art style and the, like this it's very reminiscent of a particular era. And I think that's intentional, right? So there's a little bit of nostalgia there going on, but it's, it's like, you know, they're, they're kind of going for a thing. And I don't know how much the horny aspect of it was necessarily a part of that. Um, (laughs) but the rest of it is like it's it's working for me, like the visual novel story stuff I do like. And so like all, all parts of this game basically are for me. Um, but it is worth, like you said, like 
if all you really care about is the gameplay and or if you just really can't deal with that level of horniness in your life right now, <laughs> there's a very, very functional fast forward button you can use to basically skip all the story and just get yeah. down to get down to business. I mean, gameplay business, not horny business or, you know, whatever you do after you put down the game. That's true. <laughs> you know, there's a whole category of games on Steam that are tagged as uh, I can't remember exactly how it's phrased, but basically uh, you know, one handed play. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Or no, it's you know what it is? It's it's uh, plays with mouse only. That's what the, the tag is, something along those lines. There you go. Yeah. So I don't have my steam filtered. And <laughs> so there was this game that that came up uh, either before the sale started or, or after. But I was, I was like looking at games that were like under 10 bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this game was on sale and I saw I saw Clockwork Industries complete. I'm like, oh, that seems cool. I wonder what kind of puzzle game. No, it said Cockwork. Oh, Industries complete. Yeah, that's something else. <laughs> that's a uh, boy. They're just getting shameless with it now. You know exactly what you're getting into. That's only three ninety nine. Yeah. The screenshots huh. give you everything you need. They they. Yep. Those these screenshots tell you what this game is. Wow. There was I remember a time when this stuff uh, was not on Steam. And I'm I'm not like I'm not saying there's no place for it, but it's just it's interesting that this is where we are. It should be behind a curtain. It is. It is like there's a there's a thing on the store page saying you are seeing this game because you have set your preferences to allow this content. Well, yeah, but I know what you mean. It's it's based on the age gate. Well, and the age gate is the red velvet curtain in the video store. (laughs) The Steam library, man, like, yeah. We, we we have we have both just wandered behind the curtain. We have seen what's on display. There is no taking it back. Um, huh? Yeah, almost makes you feel like you should turn those settings to be something a little different. Uh, yeah, when you're yep. trying to find deals. Yep. You see, uh, X. I've huh. I've certainly considered this because by clicking on it, I have taught the Steam algorithm that I want more of this. Hawk SE now owns Cockwork Industry. What? Shh, shh. I'm, I'm trying to hide my. I'm trying to. I'm trying to hide. Trying to hide it. Trying to pretend like I, I'm disgusted by this. Um, that is that is patently untrue. Scott does not own this game. Uh, ooh, you bought Hellblade though. Yeah. Which apparently I already own. Man, so many games that I just have. This is this is what I'm talking about. This is why I was saying to you today. I have realized I need slash want a Steam Deck. Like it is, um, it is something that fits into my life well. I feel like it would allow me to play some of these backlog games that I want to play and just can't get to because it just this is not a thing I make time for. But like if I could just sure. game, like if I could just access my Steam library on a dedicated device that fits in my lap, not unlike a Nintendo Switch or two of them duct taped together. We'd be in business. You've been playing Ghostwire Tokyo, I see. I finished it. Oh, uh, what what did you think? I liked it. Um, 
I, I did, wasn't feeling like the open world stuff of like going and going yeah. to, you know, find the collectibles to find every trinket to mm-hmm. to go do every side quest. So mm-hmm. I just mainlined it. Yep. Um, it's a it's a perfect game for that, I think. And I and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really sweet, had a lot of heart. Uh yeah. especially coming up to the end of it. Uh I really, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a fun one. It definitely didn't like land for me as as well as I was hoping it would, but we can maybe talk about that another time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it was all right. It's a good game. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty. I uh, like I think the thing that never gets old for me in Ghostwire Tokyo is just when you put your hands up to to rip a core out from a distance and the you just start weaving the strings that are connected and mm, it's a good animation. Yeah, I didn't I didn't notice this until like, well, halfway through the game, but there's there's a so when like there is like some sort of uh, hex, let's say hex (laughs) on on the ghost bodies that you can collect. There's a button that you can press and hold that just has your your spirit guide do it for you. What? Yeah. So, you know, the the ones where you have to draw the hand signals like the the four or like the full diamond. There's Mm -hmm. a button press. You press and hold and he'll just do it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I it's funny. I always would see that prompt and I was like, no, 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 I don't need help. I can do this myself. But yeah, that gets real tedious real quick. So KK will just do that, huh? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Duly noted. Hey, should I buy Cloudpunk? Yeah, I I just finished that, and it's it's also very good. Also has some heart oh. that, <laughs> God damn it, that that doesn't um, like doesn't seem apparent, but like just through the course of playing the game, getting to know the characters, once you reach the end, like some stuff actually kind of like tugs at the heartstrings just a tiny bit. It's not super Excellent. sentimental or or. Uh, tear inducing but it, it, it it's got its moments uh but i very well, much enjoyed that good and that's great news because it turns out i already own it oh well, well there you go there we go um hmm, did we talk about uh teenage mutant ninja turtles shredder's revenge much last time i feel like it came up briefly yeah i think briefly it's not on the, it's not on the show notes so i don't know to what extent we actually discussed it but I feel like we just made nod to the fact that that game slaps. Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, it is I love fucking it. great. It's, uh, you know, like for those who like beat em ups, like, yeah, it's shallow in some parts, but it's it's just it's great. It's it's very accessible. It's not very long, like two and a half hours for a playthrough. Um, but each individual character out of the seven, uh, a seventh one gets unlocked when you beat the campaign. Nice. Uh, are they they have levels to them so the more you play as them they'll level up add health bar pips add more lives things like that and so it's like worth replaying worth grinding grinding uh on like there there's some really good just replayability there uh i think like some cross play all of it can be done online nice fucking great yeah you know what's awesome about it is that it's not just like a nostalgia play because like it is. It very much is a nostalgia play for anyone who grew up in the 90s and played the old Turtles games on, you know, Nintendo and Super Nintendo and in the arcades. 
But it's also just, it's a really good, like kind of somewhat more modernized take on one of those. Because I feel yeah. I think the combat has a bit more depth to it, right? And you know the the sprites are, I mean they're very they're super pixel, but very crisp all the same, right? And yeah. the art style works really well, and it's just it's it's made with so much love. Um, it really really just, is. It, it is just a very very good beat 'em up um, in a way. Now that do the Simpsons arcade? Oh God, you know that. I wonder. You just have to wonder if they're working on it. Right. That like if was anyone's probably like it. my second most like TMNT, the arcade game was number one for me. Simpsons right there. Number two. Well, and that was the thing, right? Is those were the two Simpsons in particular was like the this the showpiece in so many arcades of all the, the various pizza joints and uh, I mean, actual arcades, but like anywhere you went where they had arcade machines like you know, you walk in there and like Simpsons was front and center because the attract mode on that thing was intense. Like and you just look yeah. at that and you're like, this is this looks like an episode of the show that's on here. Um, but man, yeah, I would if if dot EMU wants to do like can do an updated take on that, that would be pretty sweet. Is that thing? Who? Is that game? Can you play that anywhere right now? Like, did they ever re-release it? I don't think they did. No, I think you have to do some underground interneting to to play that. You have to. Oh, well, you can get an arcade one up machine that has it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But those things are like three hundred, four hundred dollars. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, no, don't do that. Uh, I mean, what? Basically, you find a, a ROM and load it up. Just and play maimed. it in maimed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did uh, who, who's your main in Simpsons? Boy, you know what? I didn't get as into Simpsons as I did turtles um but uh, usually it was usually bart sometimes homer marge. i've heard i've i've heard marge is pretty fucking great yeah i used uh, i made marge because she had the vacuum so she had the range oh yeah i mean in much uh, i i haven't dipped around with as much but i hear april is like super op in shredder's revenge like have you have you messed with this i i have not played as her but i i have started to hear this which is great because that's kind oh, of yeah. like that's you know she was always like the damsel in distress in, in the other games prior to this so it's like it's perfect to to kind of make her or quotes op as a playable character this time like i love that idea yeah it's pretty cool i'm into it um i i've been meaning to switch over <laughs> and because and, i think i started with donatello because that's what you do, right? He's got the bow staff and I'm I'm a Leonardo main. OK, yeah. Don was always my main back in the arcade days. Um, but I get this that. is good. You know, I'm good sussing too. out how we're going to do online co-op, which we're we going to have do. any battles for. Oh, I don't for the yeah. same character. I'm not concerned about that at all. I think we will do just fine, um, which is good. Uh, but yeah, man, that game's really good. Like that, that's one that I would actually really like to get some more co-op time in on as well. And by more, I mean any because I've done some <laughs> co-op with it. But uh, I, th I think it, this is going to be one of those games that I just keep installed forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's one that you can pick up and play with somebody anytime. And it's got a small footprint, so you don't feel like you're wasting precious space anywhere. Exactly. Um, yeah, that game, that game is really good. Should we read an email real quick before we wrap up? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Let's dip back. Step way back to the bottom of the question bag from last year. Uh, 
This one comes into us from .exe's own Eric Acosta. <laughs> and this is a follow-up to an email we, we got from him previously. Oh, geez. If you, put, if you put your thinking cap on and tap into your memory, you will recall an exchange between, an asynchronous exchange over email between us and Eric about not listening to background music in games, right? Yes. And we talked about how that was utter fucking insanity. I believe was our official position on, yes. on quick save. Uh, I think we, we might've been softened the blow a little bit, but like, let's be real. Like it's, that's, I, I just, I cannot understand it. And I think we caveat it with like, well, you know, I guess if you're listening to your own music, fine. But Eric was like going as far as saying, I think he was even just be like, I just don't like these soundtracks. Anyway, he wrote up a response to our response that we read on the show. So, Let's let's dig this this back up. I don't think it's beef yet, but ahem. let me take a sip of water before I read this. Please do. All right. Hello, Quicksavers. So a little bit about the music thing from a few weeks ago. Personally, when it comes to music, the only times I play it is in the car driving, cooking breakfast, sometimes cooking dinner because lunch is usually a quick meal. And when I play racing games. Uh, outside of those three times, music is not abundant in my life. Realistically, music is just filler noise in the background. After Evan mentioned that some people don't have emotional links to music, which that was a thing we talked about how there's a certain yeah. like percentage of people for whom music does not elicit any kind of response in their brain the way it does with a lot of folks. He says, I realize that this is very much me. Music doesn't seem to elicit any emotion or excitement with me. Sometimes I can get into a song when I'm racing but it really just allows me to zone out and hit repetitive marks without really thinking about it. Very enlightening. Thanks from Eric. Get that music out of here from West Virginia. <laughs> um, I need to double check what the actual name of this is. Uh, condition where music uh, is not interesting. Condition is kind of a strong word. Is this it? I mean, this is a straw, of course, this is a very medical definition. Musical anhedonia is okay. a neurological condition characterized by an inability to derive pleasure from music. Um, yeah. People with this condition, unlike those suffering from music agnosia, can recognize and understand music but fail to enjoy it. Music agnosia is, uh, by contrast, refers to a loss of knowledge. Acquired music agnosia Whoa. is the ability to recognize music in the absence of sensory, intellectual, verbal, and nesic, menesic impairments. <laughs> I don't know. I guess just must be. You need nesic. a pair of glasses before you read the rest of this. God, my glasses are upstairs. This is not helpful. But so I can push them up on my nose. Yes. Um, uh, music agnosia. It's probably not even how you say it is most commonly acquired in most cases. It is a result of bilateral infarcation of the right temporal lobe. So head injury. Nisic <laughs> um, like the opposite of amnesic. Yeah. I th yeah, that makes sense. Um, anyway, so yeah, musical anhedonia, which makes sense because hedon, hedonia, hedonism, like enjoyment of things. So uh, I don't know, maybe, Eric, maybe you should get that checked out. Like talk to uh, talk to your professional. Okay. Are we going to pardon him? Oh, we don't do crimes. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, the reasoning could be legitimate here. Right. So I, I guess we can we can walk back the uh, the harsh words. 
<laughs> a little bit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that Eric is like an insane person because that's clearly not the case. Um but I think I think if it was like I like music, I'm just gonna turn off music in my games. I still think that position is indefensible, but I don't think that's what's going on here. Okay. Um well I'm glad we were able to tie a knot on that. Uh that's strange. The people have been waiting. I know they have. I know they have. And finally we're delivering. Oh, good gracious. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. Thanks so much for joining us on Quick Save. Don't forget to visit us at savingcontent.com for news and review, uh, reviews. Is that how you say that word? I think so. We could uh, do reviews. I don't know. Reviews. Reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, we don't know what they are, but we're going to figure it out. It's like uh, kazoo reviews. <laughs> yeah, that, that could work. Uh, up on the site right now, we have reviews for F122, The Elder Scrolls Online High Isle, and um, do go and check out the MX versus ATV Legends review because uh, it's got Scott's unfiltered thoughts on what makes a game fucking terrible. I'll, I'll uh, talk about The Elder Scrolls Online another time. Great, yeah. Whenever you feel like it. <laughs> uh, if you have questions you'd like answered on the podcast or if you've had feedback about things that you'd like to hear more or less of, or if you just want to tell us how cool the new artwork is, send an email to quicksave at savingcontent.com. And if you like the show, tell your friends, please help us grow. Leave us a rating somewhere like probably the iTunes podcast store is like the Spotify. only thing where you could, I don't know. Yeah. Spotify, whatever. We'd really appreciate it. It's the, it's the best way for us to gain, grow the audience. Um, especially if people like listening to some dingus stumble over his words. Anyway, until next time, you know what they say.